Welcome to Celeste's Interest, where we will spike your interest. Hey guys, before you listen, make sure to share the show, leave a kind and positive rating. Thank you. Hi everybody, welcome to the podcast, and today I have Lionel from Chase. So Lionel, would you like to introduce yourself? Yeah, of course. Thank you so much, Celeste. Uh, I'm very excited to be on your podcast. So when you asked me, I was thrilled to say yes. I also want to thank you for your patience. I know it took a little bit of time to get us on here, but we've made it pretty here. Uh, so I'm Lionel. I'm, uh, I work for a major bank in America, and I went to Cal State Long Beach, uh, where I got my degree in communications and minored in marketing and then got my MBA at Cal State Long Beach. Uh, so I'm first generation uh, in the U.S. My parents immigrated from Nicaragua, uh, and they came here, you know, with the American dream and they were able to really build a life for us. Um, part of my career has always been uh, to aspire to be in PR. So once upon a time, when I was going through college, um, I dreamt of being in PR, you know? Um, so it's something that really interests me. So I've always been really attracted to that field. Uh, but while I was going through college, I ended up working at uh, Wells Fargo Bank. And, and I spent 16 years there and really developed some really great tactics to build my professional life. Um, I'm a, a resident of California. I live in the city of Whittier, grew up here most of my life. I am an avid traveler. I absolutely love traveling and really exploring different cultures and the world and really what's out there. Uh, one of my goals in this world has always been to see what's outside of my four walls to really be able to embrace um, the difference and uh, beauty of humans and different people and cultures and food and atmospheres. So that's like my passion. I started traveling when I was 18. I pretty much set a goal for myself to travel to at least one place new every year. And some years I got luckier and was able to do more and some um, I didn't, you know. So I am still uh, employed, very happy, um, really working in community work now. One of the most thrilled um, parts I, or sorry, just to clarify, that is the, one of the most thrilling parts of my career, uh, being able to do that. Um, so yeah, that's just a little bit about me and where I stand today as I, uh, navigate, um, you know, the next part of my life. Yeah. Well, well, thank you for opening up and sharing a little bit of that. But I noticed while you were talking, I wanted to ask you a question. What's PR? Oh, so PR stands for public relations right so pr is the concept of exampling of managing a portfolio for an organization around their public relations so you're talking about press and how we communicate to the audience and how we actively engage our audiences and or constituents with, with information from the internal company so it, it it deals with a lot of you know exciting uh connections with media and it also deals with internal communications and it's an avenue for us to ensure that our companies are showing up in the most positive way in the business place. Yeah. So I know that you shared a little bit why you like the field that you're in, but I want to know what inspired you to go into the field that you're in and like, why do you enjoy it? Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, I once upon a time heard this concept and I thought it was kind of funny, but now I kind of agree. So I heard once upon a time, a colleague say that banking is not something that you absolutely 
dream up when you're a little child and you're like, that's something I want to do. It's something that chooses you. And it really stuck to me forever. And it just kind of resonated with me that, yeah, banking is, is something that's really chosen upon you. So like I said, when I was 18, I was working at Starbucks. It was my first job. I was ASB president at my high school and I ended up walking into an interview and they said they were hiring at Starbucks and I always wanted to work at Starbucks. And it was a, a really desired field while I was underage, right? And my manager at the time told me that Starbucks was the Nordstrom of coffee. They were absolutely unparalleled and to a really high level. And that really was something that interested me. When I started to go to college, I moved to Long Beach and I saw that the Starbucks that I was working at was pretty far. And so I ended up transferring over to a closer one in Cerritos. And after like two, three months, I was looking into getting uh, promoted to be a, a shift lead, which is like a shift supervisor for the baristas at Starbucks. And I applied for the job and I didn't get it. And I was really bummed out. And at the time, if you think about it, I was 18, a freshman in college. I said to myself, okay, maybe this isn't my path. Maybe this is something that isn't for me. And I spoke to my parents because I was I'm really close to my parents um, and spoke about what do you think I could do? And in Latin America, working at banks is something really prestigious. So one of the first things that my dad said is, why don't you apply at the bank? And I said, you know what? That's a great idea. Hours are phenomenal. So I decided to apply at Wells Fargo. Um, it was very fulfilling. I was a teller, spent quite some time really um, elaborating my craft and becoming better at managing and being able to really understand my areas of opportunities and my strength and be able and really mastering how to play on that to advance my brand and to really create a positive work environment for everybody who reported to me. Um, so you asked, how did I get into this field? It was really just faith kind of, it chose me. And I stuck around and when I graduated college, I was doing so well that it really just felt right. It felt like the right thing. And I continued to do it because I had a lot of passion for, you know, growing, um, helping customers really be able to correlate, you know, their needs and understanding how to help them get to the next level. Now I'm a community manager. Um, so it is a job that brings me a lot of fulfillment really being able to help minorities in the U.S. understand financial education and providing them pathways and resources to help them really get to the next stage, whatever that might be, or really develop their portfolios or just validate the decisions that they've made in a financial aspect have been, has been a very, very fulfilling, you know, role for myself, being able to pay it forward and help communities of color um, really navigate these really difficult concepts that aren't taught in K through 12 and sometimes in communities that are underserved, which don't really provide those pathways, unfortunately. Well, yeah, I think what you just said right now, you dropped so much good knowledge because to the things that you said, it was all faith and like a bank doesn't really choose you. It's like faith, you know, I think that was really nice. And then like, I think we have one thing in common, like I love Starbucks. So that would be like a dream to work in Starbucks as well. Well, let's jump into the next question. I know that you said a little bit about what's been kind of hard for you, but what has been the hardest uh, thing to overcome in your career so far? The hardest thing to overcome in my career 
has been fear and the nose. To be transparent with you, um, while I navigated many uh, roles, there was also many roles that I was, you know, rejected for, and it was a very difficult process for me to understand at the time. When I would get the nose or when I would get rejected, I would look at myself and feel unworthy and I like I hadn't accomplished. And I kept really beating myself up over that. And it was really impacting my brand and really impacting my career path. You know, it really started to create this self-doubt in myself. Um, and if I could go back and tell myself, um, something my younger self, I would say all those no's are okay because they're building you for something bigger in the future. They are providing you more time to nurture the things that you can work on and it will be okay and you will do great and you'll continue to, you know, excel, but not to beat myself down because during that time it was, it was a difficult time and I, it created a lot of I would say insecurities, right? And it's sad to say, reflecting back on those times and really seeing yourself and seeing like, why did you really beat yourself down? It was okay at the moment and, and look at you today, like you've really risen above all that. So I would say that those were my biggest obstacles in my career. Yeah. Well, I know that we feel like it was just like a lot of no's, a lot of like, just like self-doubt. I'm pretty sure a lot of people have that like sometimes I have that myself so I think it's really good that you opened up about it because I think I think it'll help many people that have that same issue overcome it and by overcoming it how did you overcome your nose or your self-doubt I'll tell you this it wasn't easy um and I started to really believe in myself and it might sound kind of funny but I started to do positive affirmations and I and I it, I kind of laugh and cringe a little bit at saying that, and I shouldn't. Uh, so I started to really positively, like, do positive affirmations on myself. And I would say to myself, like, you know, you're worthy. You're good enough. Like, you, you're going to do this one day. You're just, it's not your time. And those positive feelings towards myself and my persona really helped me zen and helped me understand that I could have a little bit more patience and that I would get there. And it, it might sound silly, but it, it really does help when you start believing in yourself and when you really start taking the time to be kind to yourself. Um, I'm someone who's really like type A, very, uh, if you've ever done a color, uh, there's a color like um, quiz and it, they talk about colors and what you represent. So I'm, I'm a red. And that's very in your face, like very much like, like always wanting to achieve. And I, I took that into consideration. I said to myself, you know, it's okay to not be always read. It's okay to step back and wait and to learn and to humble yourself and to be able to take in criticism and really learn from the experiences that you're having. And these positive affirmations, really believing in myself, really understanding that you know, there is a bigger purpose for myself and believing in the work that I have done have really helped me overcome that. And now I feel at a really more peaceful, organic place for the relationship that I have with myself. 
Yeah, and like I think the reason I asked is because I think that will really help other people. Like in my car, in my room, I have like these little cards and it's positive affirmations. I recite to myself each day, and I think it really does help you. So now let's move to something more positive. What's one fun fact about yourself that you would like my audience to know? Ooh, a fun fact. Okay, let's say. So a fun fact that I always share is I have actually been to every single Disneyland in the world. So I don't know if uh, you guys like Disneyland, but I have accidentally, because I don't want to say that I'm a huge Disney fan. I'm not not a fan, but I'm not a huge Disney fan. And I've actually been to every single Disneyland in the whole world. And that just happened, I don't know, out of the blue, we would travel. And there would be a Disneyland, and we would say, like, oh, why don't we go to Disneyland one of the days? So we would end up at Disneyland, and it ended up being one day that we looked back and researched all the Disneylands. And we're like, oh, wow, we've actually been to every single Disneyland in the whole world. So that's a pretty fun fact. Yeah, I'm like, I am a huge, huge Disney fan. Fun fact, I was there yesterday. Um, but what <laughs> was your favorite Disneyland that you went to? Ooh, um, I think it's the Disneyland in Shanghai. So that Disneyland has the Pirates of the Caribbean ride, and it was literally amazing. So think about a ship going into this, obviously in the water, going into this massive room that looks like an aviation compound and screens 360 and sound that is top quality and being emerged in, in that Pirates of the Caribbean theme, and it's just phenomenal. It was one of the most uh, exquisite things that we've seen. We had gone when it had just kind of opened, so it was fairly new, so it's kind of your part, and it was amazing. Well, yeah, I mean, like, I'm pretty sure, I'm honestly, I want to go to, like, all the Disney's in the world, because I'm a huge Disney fan. I think that would be, be so amazing. So if I ever go there, I will definitely tell yeah. you how, my experience. So, Lionel, we are moving to our final question. What is your why? And this is probably one of my biggest questions I ask. So, um, My why, and, you know, I get that asked quite often in my work. Uh, so, I have a couple whys. First, I want to say that one of my biggest whys is definitely my daughter. So, I want to really pave the way for her to see that hard work is hard mm-hmm. and it's rewarding. Uh, there's always going to be a high demand when you are working in fields that are going to bring in, you know, higher standings. And it, it's a dedication that you have to take part in, you know, if you really want to accomplish that. And then second, my second why that's very important, I would say, is really being able to be present and leave a legacy for my name and my brand. I've always really been extremely passionate about paying it forward because I feel extremely, extremely lucky to be where I am. And I I owe that to my parents. They really took so much time to nurture our passions and to really support us in such a positive way that I want to be able to leave a positive legacy in in our name, me as a person. I want people to think back and say like Lionel was a person that really cared and devoted himself to giving back and doing what was right at all times you know that's so important to me like character 
um, understanding that my brand is going to have a positive light. If in the end that is accomplished, I feel like it will intertwine my wise. My daughter would be proud of me and I would feel like I have fulfilled um, what I wanted to accomplish in this world. Yeah, definitely. I think that definitely leaving like a like pathway or like a, a legacy for like the younger ones like me is definitely a big why. And I really appreciate you sharing and being on the podcast today. Lionel, if everybody wants to follow you, where can they follow you? Yeah, absolutely. I would love to have anybody follow me, of course. Uh, you can follow me on LinkedIn, uh, Lionel A. Perales, or Lionel Perales. I think either or will work. Um, you can also follow me on Instagram, and my handle is also Lionel Perales. Well, thank you again for being on the podcast, and I really appreciate you here. Thank you for listening to Celeste's Interest, where we hope we spiked your interest.